I want to start with a story that somebody sent to my phone. I don't know if it is true, but the story goes like this. Um, There is this factory where cars are produced. And one day, they decided to make a very good car, the best they could make. And so they made this very good, very special, very posh car. And they were so proud of the car. But just when they were about to drive the car out of the factory door, the car was some, a few inches higher than the factory door. So they couldn't drive the car out of the factory. And so they called the CEO and told him the problem. And the CEO called the experts. And then they started, you know, cracking their brains. What should we do? And some of them said, okay, let's break down the gate and extend it. And then we can go through. The CEO said, no. Breaking down this gate, will, that's cost, you know. We spend more money to rebuild it again. And then another person said, let's, let's, let's just cut the top of the car off and drive it out. And then we can say that would be destroying the car. It will look exactly like the model. It will not be fine or beautiful anymore. And so they were like, what should we do? And then a security man, you know, a gate man, saw that there was some problem in the factory. So he went to the CEO and said, I... Notice that there is a problem. What's the problem? He said, yeah, we had this good car we just made, and we can't drive it out of the factory because it's a few inches higher than the door. He said, well, that's easy. He said, how? He said, just deflate the tires and then drive it out and then inflate the tires back. He said, wow, ingenious. We didn't think about that. So sometimes difficult problems are very easy to solve. So today, we see the gospel of John. It is simple and it is complex, just like the story. This gospel of John is different from the other three gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. John, in his gospel, tried to portray Jesus Christ as divine, as almighty God, as the sovereign God. Excuse me. John tried to make us see Jesus, that little baby born in a manger by the Virgin Mary. That little boy growing up in the carpenter's shop with his foster father, Joseph. That carpenter boy who had brothers and sisters from the same mother. That seemingly ordinary person, human being, John is telling us today, this Jewish man is God Almighty. Is the God the whole world is looking after for. Is the God we worship. And John tried to bring it, the complex situation, to bring a simple solution. And John told us today, Jesus is, was the Word of God. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God And the word was God. Now, how do we comprehend that? That's complex. I mean, what's the word? Is it word like W-O-R-D, word? How can W-O-R-D be God? No. We don't really know what word. But somehow translators try to make it, to bring it down, to make it simple. The word or the mind or the ideal or the reality. 
So John is saying that Jesus is almighty God. Jesus is the reality. The life itself that existed by itself from the beginning. God almighty is Jesus Christ, God the Son. Now, John also is trying to make us understand a second thing, a second fact, which is complex, but at the same time, we can make it simple. John is trying to make us see that Jesus is not only God in human form, but Jesus also came to raise us up from the level we are as humans and to bring us to the level where God is. So John told us in John Gospel 1.12, he said, As many as received him, to them he gave the power to become the children of God. So John is trying to let us know that Jesus did not only come to show that he is divine, he is God Almighty, to perform miracles, to die and to resurrect, to ascend and be glorified. But Jesus did all of that to achieve a purpose, to achieve something. And that purpose is for you and I to become the children of God, the sons and daughters of God. And so we hear in Galatians today, Paul, writing to the Galatians, he told them, you are now children of God. And God has sent his spirit into you that cries or that speaks from within you, Abba, Father. Signifying that you are now children of God. And Paul said, you are not just children of God, but you are heirs of God. Imagine that. Now, what does it mean to be a child of God? John again, this same John, tried to explain it in his epistle. And John said something like this. John epistle chapter 3, verses 2. Verse 2. John says, Now are we the sons of God. Or now are we the children of God. John said so. This same John. You see, I told you it's a complex it's a complex issue, but he's trying to make it simple. Now, how do you imagine yourself being a child of God? Now, now, as you are seated, I am standing. We are. Now. It's not going to happen after we die. It's not going to happen on the resurrection. The resurrection is a culmination. All right? The resurrection is the perfection of it. But now are we the children of God. You see, that's what John is trying to tell us. Jesus came as God in the flesh, but he also intended to lift humans from humans to the class of God, to become heirs of God. Now, what, what does it mean to be a child of God? Paul to the Corinthians said, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed, and behold, all things have become new. The old has passed. Jesus, the word of God, born in flesh. Today, as we receive him, Jesus is born in us. 
And he makes us new creation. He makes us sons and daughters of God. Now, John, in John chapter 3, verse 9, trying to explain this, John says something like this. He that is born of God does not continue sinning because he is born of God. And the seed of God abides in him. The seed of God. He that is born of God. Remember, John Gospel today tells us, as many as received him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God or the sons and daughters of God. Then John is saying, he that is born of God or she that is born of God has the seed of God in him. What's the seed of God? The nature of God. The genes of God. The DNA of God. I told you it's complex but it's simple. We are not just humans. Believe me, in Christ Jesus, we have gone past ordinary humans, ordinary animals or homo sapiens. No, we are new creation. We are heirs of God. We have the genes of God. We have the DNA of God. It is spiritual. Okay, it's not biological. So don't go to the lab and say, check and see if if I have the DNA of Jesus. No, 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 you won't find that. It's in the spirit. That's why John again, chapter 1, verse 12 or 14, 14 says, These children of God, we are born not of the flesh or of blood or of the will of man, but born of God. We are born of God. All right. The same power that impregnated the Virgin Mary and caused her to conceive God in her womb, the incarnation, that same power is working in us as Christians, making us to be born, giving birth to divinity in us. That is what John is trying to explain. Divinity has been born in us through Christ. Every one of us that have believed in Christ, accepted Christ, there is divinity born in you. And because divinity is born in you, the nature of God, the character of God, the life of God, the spirit of God, the love of God is all in you. The righteousness of God is in you. You are not trying to achieve this or trying to attain this. No, no, no. You are. We are. That is what makes us light of the world. Light of the world. We are different from the world. The world is darkness, but we are light. We're not trying to be. We are through the power of Jesus Christ who was born, incarnated. That same incarnation is going on in us. Before I stop, I want you to picture this. Do we have pictures? All right. Go ahead. Let's see the first picture. I'm stopping here. First picture. Oh, okay, I was looking on the other side. Now, most of us, when we talk about Jesus Christ, this is the image of the person. Of course, this is artist impression, you know, but at least it's good. We have something, you know, in our imagination. So Jesus was born as a man. But some of us till today, when we talk about Jesus, pray or whatever, this is the idea we have. A simple Jewish man, all right, which is okay because that's the history. Next picture, please. So John met with that first picture, okay? So John met with the carpenter, the Jewish young man. 
But in Revelation chapter 1, John met not with the Jewish young man, which he knew before he was crucified. No, John met with the divine, the deity, the uh, sovereign God, Jesus, the God. He met with him and he described him. Because of time, I don't want to read it. But he described him. Now, this picture does not capture the description of John. All right? Let's see the next picture. Now, I think I like this artist, even though he looks funny. But you see, John, when he saw Jesus, his eyes were fire. His face was beaming more than the sun. He had sword coming out from his mouth. Of course, somebody may say, that's figurative, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, yeah. But John said, when I saw that, I didn't think it was figurative. It actually knocked me down and knocked me out. I fainted, John said. I fell down as dead. So it's not figurative. It was real. There was energy. There was power. Something struck him. The real Jesus. So I want us to have that different of the Jesus, the Jewish man, and Jesus God. That is the one we call. When we say we pray in Jesus' name, we are not just talking about the Jewish man, the rabbi. We are talking about this God. Amen. Next picture. I know... uh, my time is gone. My time. Now, most of us, when we see ourselves, this is the image we see, you know, of people, humans, all right? And so we say, you know, we are all humans, we are broken, we are sinful, we are this. So we, we say we are human. Yes, we are, we are humans. But more than that, next picture, please. This is actually how we look like in Christ, believe me. This is how we look like. We are armored. We are the new creation. We are supermen, superwomen. The devil is afraid of us. The world is afraid of us. We are the kingdom of God. That is what we should have in mind when we pray, when we talk to people. When you know you are like this, believe me, you will be so proud of yourself and you will tell people to come know Jesus Christ whom you know. You will pity them. You will tell them, hey, you, you are missing out of life. This is the real deal. Whatever comes at us, We shake it off. We knock it off and knock it down. We are the new creation. Next, please. Now, this is another one. Fire. I'm not, this is no joke. Believe me. In the spirit, remember, it's not, it's not biological, so don't go looking for it under the microscope. No. Don't go asking the psychologists. No, they can't see that. This is spiritual. This is how we are. In the spirit, equipped by Jesus Christ. That is what John is talking about here. In the beginning was the word. The word was light, was life, enlightening every man and woman. And whoever believes in him, receives him, is born of God. Do we have another picture? All right, just two more and then we close. Now, can you, can you imagine, at least if you cannot imagine yourself as armored, but imagine yourself as electrified. <laughs> You know, you are walking, and there is energy, power. Holy Ghost, you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. And you shall be my witnesses. Not just talk, talk and do. Power. Power. Dunamis. And then the last one. In prayer. Power. That is how we look like in the realm of the Spirit. And that's what John is describing. As many of us that have received Jesus Christ, we are born. Of God, heirs of God. Amen.